With his intuitive mentoring and strategies that help businesses succeed, Mark Howard trains business owners to be successful. If you want to grow your business fast, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.markhoward.coach. And now, here is your host, Mark Howard, digital business mentor, author, and psychic medium. Good day, this is Mark Howard, and in this episode, we're talking about how we can make your business recession-proof. What do you do when there's a downturn in the economy? What can you do to ensure that your business survives? In this episode, I'm going to take you through a number of options that will not only will make your business recession-proof, but also add value to your client base and to your clients and bring in more revenue right now. If you're enjoying Mark's podcasts, then why not share this episode with your friends and family on social media so they can also get access to great business marketing gold content. Nobody likes to talk about recession or downturn in business, and it's more of a taboo subject when you tend to turn around and ask people about it. A lot of times they try to ignore it and think, you know, it won't happen to me or I'll be safe as long as I've got plenty of money in the bank account, I'm okay, right? Well, that's not always the case, and even the bigger blue chip companies do tend to struggle in business, especially in the times of downturns. However, a lot of these companies now start to realize there are other ways they can actually ensure that when the money's not coming through the doors quickly or if there are recessions going on, that they can still carry on keeping their business going to a certain degree. Now, the thing you've got to remember is there's, there's probably two ways you can do this. And I'm going to talk quite specifically about one of them. Now, of course, yes, there's, you can streamline your costs. That's one of the things that a lot of people tend to do and modify your offerings, for example, you know, reduce pricing, which I would never recommend to anyone, but there's, there's certain things that people tend to do. But have you thought about adding additional revenue streams to your business? How about learning new skills in your business, bringing something new to the table? These will add value not just to your business, but also to your clients as well. And that's what we're going to discuss in this podcast. So let's kick off with a couple of ideas just to get you going and just get you thinking about what you can do for your business. So these are some, just some ideas that I've been playing around with and some of the ideas are actually ideas I use in my business as well. So let's think about your existing products or services. Let's start with that area first before you do anything else. You've got all your products or services in place. Is there anything you can add to those that would work well alongside them? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean the stuff that you have to do. So, for example, in my business, I have a company that looks after all the SEO for my clients and they do those and I obviously get a return back from that company for every SEO account I give to them but is there a way that you can actually introduce more ideas to your existing products or services again taking along the lines of some things that I do on the website of things I took on about a year ago now the concept of adding in care plans for my clients this is a great concept because what it allows me to do is allow my clients to have like an insurance policy in case something goes wrong with their website, then their website is backed up within the day, uh, every single day, sorry, their website is backed up and if there's a problem, their website is back up and running within 10 minutes. If it's a e-commerce store, we have to do backups every hour, for example, because the sales that normally go through, 
But because they've got this security there, it's like an insurance policy, we're able to add this in very, very quickly and very easily and really started to take off on my clients now over the last six, seven months where they're starting to see value, especially from those clients that have accidentally <laughs> crashed their websites and caused problems with it. Yes, then the care plans kicked in and they're not had to fork out literally thousands of pounds because they didn't have a care plan in place. So there's one thing that you can start looking at now. What can you add to your existing products or services? The other area you can start to look at as well is, are there any opportunities that you can pivot your offering to suit a new market? Okay, so as an example here, during the pandemic, restaurants started selling home meal kits to their customers. This provided them with a helpful revenue stream of why the restaurants were closed and also gave them the customers something delicious to cook at home. So they continue to be able to keep their business going during the pandemic side of things now there's an area to this i would add on because you might think do you know what mark there isn't anything i can add on to my business that will allow me to do that and i, I get that there is a side to this though and it's a side i don't really talk about too often i can be completely honest with you but then again you'll understand in a second why i, I don't so i'm talking this side on multi-level marketing network marketing I'm not a great fan of it, don't get me wrong. It's just one of those things you either love it or hate it. I am personally not a big fan of it because of the way that people currently run it. They, they run it wrong. What they try to do is they go out there and they try to sell to their friends and their family. And you know, because you listen to my podcast, you never do that. So the multi-level marketing side of things isn't the best thing. And of course, they're always looking for people to come on board and try to build up teams. You don't have to actually do that with multi-level marketing. This is the interesting thing. If you find a multi-level marketing system that actually works and dovetails into your business, dovetails into your business, what you will find is that that is another offering you can offer to your client base, and they don't need to know it's a multi-level marketing system because you're not asking them to part into the network itself. You're more looking at selling the products and services. Again, for example, a number of years ago, I'm probably back about 10 years now, there was a company called uh, Comf5, and we was using them as part of our offerings to our clients. Comf5 was a video emailing, a video newsletters, that type of thing, and it was a great fit because it's part of the technology. It was a multi-level marketing system. It had a pyramid system behind it. You used the word pyramid quite happily. I was part of that, but the point of the matter was I wasn't selling the pyramid side of it to my clients. I was literally just selling the products and services that were sitting behind the actual uh, company itself. The next thing you can start looking at is look at what your customers are asking for as well in your business. Do they have any feedback? Have you got any feedback from your customers where they've asked for a product or service that you don't currently offer? Maybe they said, do you know someone who could do this or do you know someone who could do that? And you've, you've not even thought about offering it yourself. It might be worth now putting together a Google form that's free to do. Put a Google form together and just ask your clients, is there anything else you would love us to include into our offering, our product service offering, and see what our your customers come back with they would come back with more ideas that would help you grow the business and take on more product services now the thing is you've got to remember for this it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it yourself okay that's the thing what you can do is you can quite easily outsource it out farm it to another company that does do that and is more proficient at it and you can still provide it and you can still get a return on it so it's always worth looking at that as well and something else I've always spoken about in the podcast, and again, go back if you've not heard this, I'm not getting into too much detail about this now, is pre-selling. Now, 
I call this uh, smoke testing. Uh, some people call it the vanilla effect. So there's lots of different names around this. But pre-selling is probably one of the most popular concepts out there. And it's the simplest way to bring in additional revenue into your business without you actually doing anything. That sounds a little bit strange, but it's absolutely true. I'm going to give you an example of that in a minute. So what we can, what you can do with this is you have an idea. Let's say you've got an idea for a concept. And in the example I'm going to use, uh, it was with me and my wife had come up with this idea for some meditation CDs. Uh, we wasn't actually sure if this was going to work. We wasn't sure if doing these meditation uh, MP3s, actually wasn't the CDs, MP3s, would actually work uh, for our clients if they'd be even be interested in buying them. So rather than spending hours and hours putting all these MP3s together, what I did is we put out a email to all our clients, to a client list, and say, uh, we're current uh, production of these mp3s these are what the mp3s are so we'd already made a note of what ones we want to do there's about five of them so these are the mp3s we're going to be doing for the meditations uh, they will be available to download and they'll be available at a cost so we gave them the cost as well but if they pre-ordered listen to my wording here if they pre-ordered before a certain date then they would get 50% off the price. Now, what that enabled us to do is by that date, we was able to see, we was able to see how many orders we got in and was it worth us actually doing that work? And in this case, it was actually worth us doing that work. And I still see to this day, years later, that the people are still occasionally, not often, occasionally still buying those MP3s. I get the odd uh, ping from PayPal come through to say someone's bought one of the MP3s online for the meditations. So that's one thing you can start to do. Now, the caveat to that is, of course, you might do this and say if you pre-order by a certain date, you get 50% off and you don't get any sales come through. What that tells you straight away is either A, you've done the marketing wrong on this, so it might be something you need to revisit later on, not straight away, uh, or B, you've just got a product or service that no one's actually interested at this time. They might be interested in the future, but at this time, they're not interested. And if they're not interested, you just saved yourself a whole heap of issues and headache without actually having to do any of the work. One of the key elements you've got to and you must grab hold of, and this is a concept that a lot of small businesses really fall down on, is when there is a downturn, the one thing you do not stop doing, the one thing you've got to carry on doing, regardless if it, you just reduce it a little bit, but you've got to keep it going, is you've got to keep your marketing going. Because trust me, your competitors will stop marketing. They will stop that straight away. And when that happens, if people don't see your products or services, they don't find you if, because you're not marketing, they're not going to buy from you. Now, you might say, well, marketing during times of downturns, during recession, people won't be buying. That's not true. People tend to be a little bit tighter, certainly, but it doesn't stop them from buying. They're a little bit more fussy about where they buy from. And consequently, say you've got, I don't know, yourself and nine competitors, and you know the nine competitors will stop advertising, but you're still the only one advertising. Who are people going to go to? Who are people going to be buying from? So don't stop your marketing. That's the one thing I always say to people. I see it every single time. Recession's coming through. Uh, we're going to stop our newspaper advertising we're going to stop our seo we're going to stop our social media marketing you think why are you doing this this is the worst thing you could be doing right now because you should be actually putting more money into the marketing site to ensure you get a return quicker because everybody else is cutting down their marketing as well if you want a top tip this is one of my top tips from years ago when it comes to advertising you can actually get free advertising in local papers i don't know if you know this uh, this is this year around the world now the press your local papers especially are actually starved they're literally starved 
of getting information to put into the newspapers. And they struggle every single week to actually get something newsworthy into their local papers. And you see this, just flick through, and you see it, and you think, oh, why have they even got this in there? It's because they're starved of it. What you can actually do is you can actually write a press release. And it doesn't matter what it's about. It could be something to do with your business. It could be launching new products. It could be absolutely anything. But just make it newsworthy. And you can actually launch a press release and send it over to the local paper, normally the day before they're due to go to print. So they normally go to print on a Thursday, last uh, last uh, part of the day on a Thursday. So send it over Thursday morning or something. And they will have space, and they put it in just to fill up the space. And trust me, you will actually get free advertising in your local paper. I used to do this all the time when I was living in Horsham, and I was renowned every single week. My business was always appearing in the local paper. And in fact, at one time, I actually had a double-page spread they done a whole feature on me because I was always advertising in there. But I didn't cost me a penny. People all ask me, how much it cost you? Absolutely nothing. So these are some of the, some of the top tips that you can go through. Now, whenever there's an econ- economic downturn, there are unfortunately businesses that do lose out. Yes, I do understand that. But there are also businesses who will thrive and keep growing because they're able to seize the moment. And that's what I'm trying to get you to do, is to seize the moment. There are plenty of options out there to help you to keep going, to keep flourishing. And just some of these ideas in this podcast really are, really are just a starting point. And if you want to know more, then please get in touch. I'm happy to discuss anything I've discussed in this podcast with you. Or simply leave questions or comments below, and I'm happy to respond to those as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, by the way, as I said earlier on in the podcast, please do like, share, and send it out to everybody on the social media market. And they can also grab great information marketing gold nuggets for their online business.